that law proclaim with every fleeting hand. Fresh my wind Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text then for this 15th Sunday in the season of Pentecost, it comes to us from the Gospel of St. Mark, which was just read a few moments ago, and it'll serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know about you, but we live in the most amazing of times. Things are constantly on the move. Things change almost at a blink of an eye. Things change so fast and so dramatically that one may not even know what's happening around them. With this fast pace in change, does anything ever amaze any one of us. For example, when I was a kid, we had eight-track tapes and VHS tapes. Nowadays, we have CDs and DVDs. Even that is fading out. When I was a kid, we had black TV. Nowadays, it's high def. When I was a kid, if someone had a portable phone in their car, it meant that they were someone of importance, someone who was rich. Nowadays, nearly everyone has a cell phone. When I was a kid, computers were far and few between. Nowadays, every home has at least one, if not two of them. When I was young, we all watched and marveled when man walked on the moon. Now we don't go to the moon anymore. Not because we can't, but because, well, it's not a big deal anymore. I could go on and on and on, listing all the amazing things that are happening in our world today. But what's most amazing to me is that none of this really matters. Nothing seems to amaze us anymore. You see, as a society, we become, well, so immune, so indifferent to everything that is going on. New technology and new discoveries, they no longer surprise us. We just come to expect it. Nothing seems to amaze us anymore. You see, looking at our text for today, it begs the question of each and every one of us, does anything ever truly amaze us anymore? But nonetheless, it's true. Have we lost our sense of amazement? Are we ever affected by an ever-changing world? How about when it comes to God? 
Our text that is before us today tells the story of a deaf man who was brought to Jesus, whether that be by family or friends, we're not sure. But St. Mark writes, Then he, that is Jesus the Lord, returned from the region of Tyre and Sidon. And they went to the Sea of Galilee, in the region, as it's translated, in the region of the ten cities, the Capolis. And they were brought to him. There was a man who was deaf, a man who had a speech impediment, and they began to set him before him, begging Jesus to lay his hands on him. With one word, a word of command, Jesus heals the man. St. Mark writes, And taking him aside, away from the crowds, to a private place, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up towards the heavens, he sighed. And he said to him, Ephraphra, that is, be open. And immediately his ears were open, and his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Jesus healed him perfectly. There is not one miracle in this narrative. Actually, there's three. Three miracles happened. The man's ears were completely open. He could hear. His tongue was loose. And of course, he could speak plainly and clearly. That truly is a miracle. Remarkable. But then there were those crowds. The crowds who witnessed the miracles, they all said to be amazed. They couldn't keep their mouths shut. They constantly spoke about what they had seen Jesus do. As verses 36 and following from our text reiterates, Mark goes on and he writes, And he, that is Jesus, he charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond all belief, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In contrast, we often seem to find it easy to keep our mouths shut about Jesus. And the question that we have to ponder today, are we no longer amazed by Him who is called Jesus? Are we no longer grateful for all the things that he has done? It seems that we find it easy to talk about sports, to talk about our new vehicles, to talk about, well, anything else rather than Christ. Everyone is talking about something except Christ. You see, we missed so many opportunities to talk with someone about Jesus, to share the good news about Jesus and his love, his forgiveness, his life, and his salvation. That's what our text for this morning is saying. How can this be? How can one be quiet about all the great things that Christ has done? It looks like the world simply is not amazed about Jesus. 
Now, if you dig deeper into the text, did you know the word translated as deaf can also be translated as dull or blunt? Thus, St. Mark, he asked the question, has your faith become dull? Have you become indifferent to the word of God? Has your flame for Jesus gone out? Does your conscience no longer bother you when you do something wrong? Do you feel like, well, you could cheat on your taxes, steal gas from your neighbor, or make a stink at a restaurant just to get a free meal? Has going to church, attending Bible class, giving your first fruits to the Word of God, has it become a chore? Does it seem like it's a bore? For some, maybe. And if that's the case with each and every one of us, then we need to turn the page. You see, when our hearts are deaf to our amazing God, then it is no wonder our witnesses mute just as well. But Mark doesn't leave it there. He says, don't be discouraged. Now I have to admit, sometimes vacations are supposed to make you relax. Are they not? You're supposed to have a good time, right? Not only on, well, you know, riding on the water on an inner tube, playing golf in the afternoon, having a great meal at night, I won't name the restaurant, but it wasn't a pleasant experience. That amazed me to see that the the steak that I ordered, and I might add a 16-ounce steak, enough for two portions. It was rare. If any of you know me, you know that I like my steak well done, burnt to a crisp, right? Nothing ever amazes us anymore. You see, God is so good. He is so wonderful. He gives us all that we need. But it's so easy to get discouraged in life. Whether it be a bad restaurant experience. Whether it be that you get on an inner tube and it goes flat. Whether you go shopping and realize you spent $500 more than what you planned to spend. All these things can bring us down. All these things can make us be discouraged. When that happens, there's only one place to go. That's where the deaf man went. The deaf man's friends, his family, they brought that man to Jesus. They pleaded for Jesus to lay his hands on the man and to heal him. They believed with all of their heart that Jesus could do this. They had faith in Jesus Christ. And the beauty of it is, is through the power of his word. Jesus opens the man's ears and he loosens his tongue. It's truly amazing. I remember a few years ago, it was during Bible class, and the people there were ready to call the ambulance for me. Something happened where I couldn't talk. I had temporary paralysis. I couldn't feel my tongue. 
So I can understand how important it is. This man that was deaf, this man that had his tongue ceased, if you will, once he experienced the miracle from God, that he could hear, and that his tongue would move, and that he could speak boldly and correctly, and that people understand him, is truly, truly remarkable. You see, our Lord Jesus Christ, he still works in people's lives today through word, through sacraments. That's why you are encouraged to worship regularly, to be in worship, to be in word, to be in sacrament, in your daily devotions. And ask, I have time and time to attend a Bible class. You see, through the word of Jesus, he speaks powerful, life-changing, be open. He speaks it to your hearts. With the law, he exposes our spiritual deafness, if you will. And with the gospel, he tells us the amazing story of his love for us in a manger, on a cross, from the empty tomb. With that message, Jesus, our Lord, is able to open our hearts and to make sin dull ears to hear clearly, once again, the good news of Jesus Christ and his love for us. Through his word, our Lord is able to amaze us with not only just words, but with miracles in our own lives. Hearing what God has done in and through Scripture, it ought to open our eyes and our ears to the amazing things that Jesus is doing all around us. And what Jesus has done in his death and resurrection. And even what he is doing now, right here, right now. Blessing us with everything that we need for life. Whether that be food or clothing or shelter or home or family or spouse, so much more. Jesus gives and he gives. And he gives blessing upon blessing upon blessing to each and to every one of us. Most amazing of all still remains the future blessing that he has promised to all the eternal beauty and joy and love and delight of heaven. Oh, what a blessing it is. Does that amaze you? It does in only ways that can be put into words, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians. In our text, the people were so amazed. Like the deaf man, their tongues were loosed. And they couldn't stop talking about what they had seen. And so my prayer for you today, fourth, is simply this. May it be also with you, that you too be amazed at all the blessings that Jesus gives unto you, and that each of you, you can't help it but talk about Christ. What a beautiful place, beautiful Savior is. So my dear friends in Christ, Remember, God is doing amazing things in your lives. Ephraphra. He says to you and to me each and every day, 
You see, our gracious Lord has indeed opened our eyes and our ears to the amazed of all of his wonders. And when he does, on that final day, he will unloosen your tongue so that you too may tell the world what he has done for you. Ephraphra, in his name, amen. And now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding, may he keep your hearts and your minds open to the love of Christ. Amen. We will continue then with our offering. <laughs>